Praise the Lord. How are you? Welcome back to another episode. I think it's our, what, fifth? I think fifth? we had, a, we had this argument last time. Five, I don't know. Six, I think something. Fifth, um, fifth episode with something that we, you know, we kind of discussed a little bit earlier. Um, and we kind of just wanted to bring it to you a little bit. And it's kind of the basis of what Brothers Keeper is. Um, and I think it's a really good topic that I think for either if you are an adult or if you are growing up as a teenager of kind of just making sure you are in the right circles and um, getting good people around you and not focusing on other things on the outside but making sure you have a good circle there. Um, and the topic we kind of came up with, we were talking about relationships a little bit and there's so many, I think we can all agree that there's so many different strands um, and conversations that you can have in terms of relationships. but the topic that we kind of wanted to kind of focus on a little bit is friendships. Um, so getting into that a little bit, the kind of the basis of um, what I kind of got from like what are friendships or what we're doing here, it goes back to um, Proverbs 18, 24, where it says, and I'm in the NLT version, but it says there are friends who destroy, um, who destroy each other, but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. Um, and it, it, it this, I, we can all agree, me and Jack sat with it this morning, we're like, we both were like heavy stuck in this conversation because this is something that we've kind of learned growing up of having a bigger circle of friends and coming back down to the friends that are gonna stick around and be there through all those hardships, right? Um, and them being there, but also calling you out of some things. But me sitting, with, we, again, we were in the same chapter and Jack kind of slid in on this kind of conversation here but I sat with Proverbs 27 and it said an open rebuke is better than hidden love. Words from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. And I sat with it, let it, let it marinate a little bit. And this is exactly what I want this to be, right? Where this can be a, an accountability conversation where we talk on different topics and have our viewpoint on what we, how we view things, but then also in a sense, we're both we're growing in this where I can I see your point. I see what you're talking about. But I also want to go ahead and call you deeper into where you are and kind of call the things out that are not right. And then also pour in more things that are actually going to be correctly for you because you need that that third person part of your point of view. Correct. If I'm right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? And um, there's there's this idea that I read in this where it was like and I, words won't stick when it came from an enemy. Because you have an idea where you have this person who's like sitting with and, and, and calling you out on things and rebuking you and you're mostly hearing, you're mostly just seeing the person more than hearing the words. He may be right, but it's the person who's actually saying it. If it's somebody who's dear and close and loves you, they're going to pour into you and when they call you out on some things, they're going to actually say things that you actually truly need. And it's going to sit different. And it's going to be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't like the way they said it, but this person who I actually sit with and care with and I know actually loves me, is saying some true statements here, saying some real things. But when I, I not only want to sit just with my own thoughts, but like when you guys think of that verse, it's Proverbs 27, five and six, what kind of like pulls, what, what do you see in that? And what are you kind of like hearing? What is what kind of resonates with you a little bit? Can you read it one more time? Yeah, yeah, it says an open rebuke is better than hidden love. Words from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. So mine, mine actually said a little bit different. Um, I what version you in? Uh, I don't know. But anyway, mine said wounds from a friend can be trusted, but um, multiple, uh, but an enemy gives you multiple, multiple kisses. Yeah. 
and I I was talking to you about this earlier. It's funny we we're we we're both reading on friendship this morning. I walked in your room, and we were both holding up the same the same verse. Same chapter, same. Oh, Alright, cool. I guess I guess we're doing this this week. Um, but I just like over the ever since I graduated college, you kind of go through the process of getting used to not everybody being in your life long term and you know no ill will towards people but like you understand that certain people are in your life for a season Mm -hmm. and then you figure out the people that are going to be with you until your last day here on earth yeah um and one one of the things that like the people closest to me um i i think that we just kind of got on the same page that like we don't we don't gift wrap what we say to each other and i think that's that's the society we live in is we tiptoe around what's good for people because we don't want to kind of hurt their feelings we don't we don't want to offend anybody and i i love that um this verse it starts out with wounds yeah and it's just like yeah like there's there's going to be some some sort of damage from from what's said here and then it follows it up saying this wound can be trusted it's just like hey like even even though this hurt even though this left a mark like this this is this is trustworthy discipline that's going to be good for you but what what do people want they want to be showered in kisses regardless even though it's from it's from the enemy they want to be coddled they want to be like oh this this feels good mm-hmm. i don't want to be told what to do i don't want to be pushed in the right direction i don't want to be stretched i don't want to have to work on things yeah you you kind of you you want this this you know coddling mm-hmm. and not being offensive with anybody and you just end up staying in the same spot. Like you, you look at some people and it's just like, hey, like we were talking about this three, four years ago. You, you still on this? Yeah. They don't they don't have that that group around and be like, yo, like I know you're dealing with something, but like, come on, we gotta we gotta keep going. Well, there's a part in mine where it said it that uses that word rebuke. Mm-hmm. And I sat there and I was like, Lord, that's a heavy word. Like I feel like I've heard rebuke in a way where like it has this this stigma of like of calling something evil or anything like that, right? And I had to look it up and it's an express um, sharp disapproval or criticism of someone because of their behavior or actions. And as much as it can sound heavy of saying I rebuke, you look at, like I looked at it in um, one verse where like the Lord calls out um, Satan. He says, get out of here, Satan. Jesus told him for the scriptures say, you must worship the Lord your God and serve um, serve only him. And he actually says it in a way where he says, I actually rebuke, rebuke Satan, right? And it's a strong disapproval. And we look at it and we tie it into these things where it's like, it hurts, but it comes back to where you said it's a wound, but like, it's needed. It's definitely something that you kind of like, it, it's going to hurt, but like, oh, we, we got to attack the issue for the issue. And you said it perfectly where it's like, a lot of people just want these nice coddled words and I do this a lot too, where I'm like, when I try to explain something to somebody, I'm trying not to just beat them down, but also it's like giving them a sandwich of things. It's like, first it's like, let me hit you with a good thing, then a bad thing, then a good thing, and try to tie it all together. But like, you still need to be able to attack what it actually is. And like, call that person out. Like, I think people respect you more because you actually see them for who they truly are. And you like, it's, we constantly like, take it as that wound or rebuke, mostly being like, Oh, you you mad disrespectful and not as like no somebody who actually loves you enough to actually call you on those things yeah for sure you know yeah i think it's you know there's a lot of lip service or you know people just telling you like what you want to hear yeah um yeah i just think that's much different than a friend who will keep you accountable who will be there for you like in darker seasons mm-hmm. and just makes us better yeah and i also do think in a relationship like 
laughing's good for the soul. Like, have fun together. Like, yeah. you know, I think that's important. Yeah. But at the same time, you need that though. Yeah. Yeah. Coach, are you quiet? I'm pondering. No, I'm, I'm, I'm trying not going to gonna let you sit here and be quiet. I'm trying to process the thing that I want to say, but I feel like it's not going to make sense. But I feel like I thought about a wound and a scratch. You know, I feel like a wound is you can trace the source of, of the wound, but a scratch you might not know. You might not know what scratched you. And I think that's like, you know, like a, you remember the wound because so when you look at the wound, you know not to make the same mistake again because you know the impact that it, or like what it did to you. Like right. you just remember it's going to be there. But a scratch it might just bleed. It might just go. So, you know, like I say this because like friends, you can have people in your life who are always just saying good things about you. People are just saying the things that everyone else sees and hate. You're doing great, whatever. I love you. Saying all the nice things. Yeah. But like, you know, the things that really mean a lot are the things that will help you grow. The things that you will look and remember saying like, hey, like, I know this was hard to, for me to hear, but I needed that. Like, yeah. I needed, like, I, I needed that. And and also because, because I'm your brother, because you're my brother, you like, you love me so much that you don't want, just want to like, tell me something that I would like, but you want, you care about me and my growth. You care about where I'm going. So it's like, hey, bro, I know this is going to hurt. So, um, but I want to tell you, like, you need to do better in this area. Yeah. And you can tell when, you can tell by the heart of the person. You can tell, like, their, their intent. Mm -hmm. um, just because you know this person, you, you've done life with them. So you know that their intent is not to hurt you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I think, I think it can also kind of, like, Okay, I think I might be going way too deep into this, so I'm not going to say Keep it. Keep going. I, I, I don't know. I was thinking of, like, conviction. You know, I was thinking about, like, you know, the conviction of the Holy Spirit. And yeah. I was thinking about, like, you know, the greatest friendship that we can have is the, a, a really a friendship with Jesus. Come on. That's yeah. the, and everything else overflows. Like, how we l treat our friends is an overflow of our friendship with Jesus. Right. So, yeah. you know, I think about, like, you know, like, like there are times where you're doing something and it's like a gentle, but it's like a, hey, don't do it. It's like a conviction. Yeah. You don't feel condemnation, but it's like, oh, no, I shouldn't do that. Yeah. You know, you just know. It's, you know, and you feel it's like a loving, it's like the love of a father. You know, it's, it's just like unexplainable. Yeah. Kind of you just, yeah. You're sitting there and you're like, I know I should do better. Yeah. And a condemnation is where like you feel and the same shame, guilt, guilt, embarrassment. Those are things when you know it's not him. Yeah. But a conviction is more of a, uh, I want to get up and go. Yeah. I want to do. And I like, I, I loved when you said like, there's a difference between a scratch and a wound. Yeah. And immediately in my mind, I'm like, yo, like basketball, how many times do we go and play ball? You come back and you got a whole scratch on your arm. I'm like, yo, when did this happen? Yeah. yeah. But a wound, you look at it, you know where it came from, you know what time it happened. Yeah. And it's longer lasting. Right. Yeah. And that's what rebuke is where yeah. it's like, yo, I'm calling you out and it's going to sit there with you. Yeah. And it's not going to be something where you're just going to just pass by and just be like, all right, well, sooner I'll just get over it. A wound, that's going to like, when somebody calls you out, dog, you have no other choice but to respond. Yeah. And how you respond is, is kind of just gauging where you're at. Yeah. Because if you respond in a way where you feel attacked and you're immediately, I've done this multiple times. He's called me out on a thousand different things. All right, Jack, I'm saying Jack. You can't see me pointing guys, but I'm pointing at Jack. And I've gone to my room and I've been like pissed and I'm like, how the hell is he going to tell me? <laughs> Who are you to tell me this, that, and the third? And I will sit there and I have, there's just like, we, it, there's a fence that I create with him and he knows it. He sees it all like this. 
where I'll be like, I'll be ten. Bro, no, bro, an open book. <laughs> I, I, like, I'm not like, and, and just for, and this is if and nobody's ever known it before. Jack's known me for ten dang years, but like he knows the if ands and like all all of the things about me. Like he knows my things that I struggle with and things that I do really well. So like I can't hide anything from him. Thank God for him, frustrated with him still. But like I will walk out of the house pissed. And that'll create a fence, and then I'll be like, yo, like, and I, it will take me a second to be like, all right, so, like, I actually do need to go ahead and, and focus on these things. And thank God for friendships that do that. And, I mean, I I, I hope I've done that for you and called you on some things, but, like, there's a season where he's done that, I've done that to him, he's done that to me. But it's been long-lasting, and I've, like, and, and the, like I said, the way you respond is just showing where you're at. Yeah. If I respond in a way, like I said, where I'm in my bag, I'm clearly not in the space right now to deal with it. But sooner or later, him saying it, it stuck with me enough yeah. to be like, all right, Zach, you got stuff to work on. There's yeah. something here to work on. And like, again, thank God for friendships like that. Yeah. And I think that's what, I mean, that's what real love looks like. Mm-hmm. Like the greatest commandment that Jesus gave us was to love God and love others mm-hmm. as ourselves. Yeah. But like, if you, if you don't have a definition of love, if you don't, if you don't have an aim of what love is supposed to look like, mm-hmm. we go around thinking that love is supposed to just hugs and high fives and just, you know, Hey, like, you know, it could be worse. Like you're, you're doing good with her. Like that's, that's fine for a moment. Yeah. But like, understand something like if, if you really, if you got a deep rooted love at somebody like that convicts you not to let them stay where they're at. Right. Like I like, I, I want that like contagious, annoying, like gnat like faith where it's just like, yo, every time I get around that dude, like he's constantly, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's annoying. Mm-hmm. Every time I bring something up, be like, yo, you could be doing this instead. Dog, I'm just trying to like get, so, I'm just trying to get something to eat. Like stop telling me where I should be spending my money. But like in reality, like a real friend's like, yo, check, check your finances. Like you got things ahead of you that like you need to be paying attention to. So like, yeah, on the surface, it's, it's annoying and it's, it seems like I'm attacking you, but you sit there and you're like, all right, well, why, why is he saying this? Well, one, he's already been here. He's walked through this. He knows what it takes to get here. Maybe, maybe there's a little bit of truth in the direction that he's trying to push me. It's kind of like what we miss growing up with our parents. Yep. Uh, everything turned into a lecture. It's like, yo, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. And then like you get older and you're like, Yo, I, I wish I listened. To, I wish I, 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 yeah. I would have listened a, li- a little bit more. Yeah. And like, I think your proximity um, matters with the conversations that you have in these things. I don't think yeah. these are conversations to have yes. with all of your friends. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I think the ones that like the ones that you go through hell and high water with, yeah. like those those are those are the people you don't want to walk around just throwing throwing. Hey, you suck at this. You need to work. Like yes. you don't you don't just walk around doing that to everybody. Yes, but like the the people that are like you you got responsibility to, I think those are the people that we need to constantly be challenging and making sure that we're not sitting in the same spot we were yesterday. Yes. Well, there was this line I thought of earlier, and it said, "You need that friend to be secure in who they are, and secure in the friendship you have." So like you you can't just be like you have to know who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Like I can't like you can't just pop off on anybody and just mm-hmm. tell them to get their life together. Mm-hmm. Like he knows the friendship that we have, where he can say that kind of stuff. And I'll show up later on still, and we still cool. Yeah. Like, and and it comes back to your circle. Yeah. It comes back to your circle. You can't just have those conversations and do those things with, like, I'd see it all the time at the Y. Like, I legit, like, call kids out, and they were like, yo, this Isaiah's a, a douche. I don't like Isaiah. <laughs> Isaiah just called me out for something that I know I should probably be doing. But, like, I don't have rapport with them. Yeah. Right? But as I grow more and continue a conversation history. with them, history, yeah. there's rapport there. And now when I say something, they're like, yeah. Probably right. 
Because yeah, you, you need those, but you yeah. need to understand there's levels to this whole friendship thing. Yeah. And I think people like we we get caught up in like when we say that like yo there's levels to this, mostly like so like. All right, Meek. All right, yeah, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying like but, hey look. But I think you know I, that made me think about how like you can't just be friends with anyone. I uh-huh. think we're at an age where like your friendship has to come with a purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. I don't know. It's like you can't just be friends with friends. Saying, "Hey, like we're here to build each other up." Yeah. You know, we're here to encourage each other. We're here to uplift each other. I'm also going to correct you when you're wrong or when you, you know, and you do the same. You do the same to me, right? Um, and another thing I was going to say was like, um, you know, I think it has to be a balance. You you can't just be a friend who just like attacks all the time. Time you're just a hater. You know, like, yeah. you know, I feel like it's like encouraging, you know, there's a way of uplifting somebody oh. and telling them that in a way that you tell them, hey, you could do this better. Yeah. But like, you're just still doing great. Mm-hmm. Like, there's really a way. So I think that even how you communicate is important. Tone and, is everything. Yeah. Tone is everything. And and I think it comes, you know, it comes with like spending time with your friend, like mm-hmm. knowing them. You don't just meet somebody and say and, and start to do that. You build history. You, you build time with them, you know. And, and you know you i think that you have to get to a place where you build trust and there's like safety in the relationship knowing that hey i know you're for me and yeah. i'm for you so like I, I trust what you say well even in that though like even if you are if you do i still think if you have great rapport with them people receive things differently yeah like it's one thing where i think it takes a longer time if you jab at them yeah and hit them with a quick review which is good there's also people you got to understand like your tone has to be right for them to receive. Yeah. Like they may not receive it just as much because you're you're yelling at them and they're yeah. like, I, I mostly hear your tone more than I hear your words. Now sometimes it makes people difficult to do yeah. that. Now it's different levels, I think, where people are and how they receive. And yeah. It can be difficult to do those things. But like, I, I, I again thought of this and I said, make sure your heart is in the right place before you call out or critique. Yeah. If your heart isn't in the right place, like all I hear time, is just you're, yeah. you're yelling that's, at me. Yeah. That's, that's what I was going to lead into is I, Tone is not my strong suit. I'm no. from New Jersey. I'm loud. I'm blunt. I'm a, like tone I just sucks. Right, but this is this is just how I this is just how I talk. Like right. I'm just a passionate person, and I just like I say things with conviction and big. Like it's just it's just loud the way. It, I, you will, abs- yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna say nothing. Yeah. I don't, I don't not believe yeah. in. But like the the one thing I you and you just read it. The one thing that I always try and keep pure is, is the motive behind it. Yeah. yeah, it's just like I'm not I'm not bringing you down to make myself feel better. Like mm. I'm I want your character up. Like that's that's the goal, and that's why we have we have we had two different. We talked about this before. We had two different ways of coaching. Yep. And you had one Isaiah would sit with the kids, explain to them, be like, hey, when this had, like just go through them, understanding, gentle, sit with them, try and like you know be a friend, be like, hey, this is this this is what we're gonna work on. And there was about half the team that really responded really really well to that. And there was another group of guys who just you know kind of just listen and to, that was that wasn't their thing. Yeah. And I would come in. I'm like, yo, like get in the box, get, get ready to work, use your elbows, get into somebody, like act like you want to be here. And then like, it's not for everybody. There was, there was a bunch of dudes that he was sitting with. They were like, yo, Coach Jack kind of aggressive. Like that's that's not for me. But like there was another group of kids that just like, you, you saw them kick it into gear. They were yeah. like, yo, I, I needed this. Like I needed an older male figure to be like, yeah, this we're competitive. This is, this is what we do. Yeah. Right? And I think it's important that like, there's a level of relational intelligence that we have to use when we do stuff like this. It's I like, like hey, how make, you said relational. Make, make sure that you know <laughs> your audience before you start before you start doing things. Like if you if you know somebody's uh, 
frail, emotional person that's just like going to crack at the, at the slightest thing. You don't, don't got to go in gun, guns blazing for this. Like yeah. that's that's when you take that approach. Amelia, like, I'm I'm gonna we're gonna go to Chipotle. I'm gonna sit with you at lunch. Like we we gonna get to know each other. So you trust me before I get in. There's other people that are just like stubborn as an ox. This this is me. This is how I wish people talked to me when I was at my lowest. As as great as the comfort as he was. I, I stayed in bed too long. Like I missed a good chunk of what God wanted to do in my life because I just, and it's not anybody else's fault but my own, but like, I just, I felt sorry for myself. And I just, I just laid there for years at a time, just feel like enough, nothing's ever gonna change. Dog, we and are like, total opposites. It's, yeah, it's and, I, and I needed somebody to be like, yo, get your, out of bed. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, That's you think him. this is, this is gonna solve something? But I said, yeah, I think just having a different, like, you know, a group with that has different strengths. Yes. You know, having that and diversity well and knowing to, each other—that's yeah. where you really all grow. Right. Yeah. But also just keeping like that main focus in these Christian relationships of, you know, it's Jesus. Foundation. Like, the foundation always, is yeah. Jesus. We love. Yeah. Because he taught us how to yeah. love. Come on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I just think it's really important that I think you know, um, we all because it's servant. We, we should serve, right? Yeah. Serve our friends, yeah. and you guys should do the same. Because we all have those friends who they call you, or they they always need something. Mm -hmm. It's like I know why this friend's calling. Yeah. Like you know beforehand. Well, I got names popping in and the head already. And, <laughs> you just you know sometimes it can be hard. Right. To, it can be hard to handle those relationships because <laughs> it's it's not how they're supposed to be. Uh -uh. Just well, it, we you said it where we are building up if that person is calling you and is tearing you down but it's just in verse 17 it says as iron sharpens iron so a friend sharpens a friend that's what this is but there's multiple levels of i believe there's things that um we can all grow in but we're gonna call each other out to get better in it as well like this is just like there's a foundation that we created we see you right where you are and it, 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 this is actually you think about it is do your friendships make you better have you gotten better having this friend this is not from a sense where like you're just taking but like have you gotten better and have they gotten better you're just knowing you. because i believe that things will change just by one and get real get real bible here but like the spirit that lives within you changes things and if you are living by the spirit you are changing things you are walking into rooms and changing things you're changing the environment you're changing the moods on things people just know and they may not be able to name it and be like i don't know they, you never had somebody walk up to you and be like there's something about you right and they just say like there's something about you it's that always old heads it's always <laughs> the, shout out to them shout out to the national back in jersey dog because they used to be walking there's something about you and that's that is a confirmation that you are walking in something yeah where it's no longer just you walking into a room with the skills you have yeah but you're walking into a room with the spirit on you and like hey we are going to change things while we do it like i do that every time i go to the y this is no longer just like a job yeah. this is no longer me just going to get a check yeah i'm going to change lives i'm going to actually go ahead and, and, and develop a young man and develop a young person yeah into not just doing well at their job but developing into something that they can be way better after that yeah right so like you look at them it's like hey they come in as one person it's like yo he's tough cool challenge accepted like that that's how it should be with friendship yeah where it's like yo like we are all four different people who learn and grow in four different ways. Yeah. But yet four different people are having a conversation about something that can grow us. And we're all walking out of this basement better. Well, yeah. I think I think there's 
an unlimited amount of ways to get to get to the same place yeah and like you just said the four of us are all different like yeah. think, think about what the disciples yeah. daily life must have looked like and it's those called. were also like like jesus needed friends like yeah. those were his friends and they were they were all different like yeah. they all had different things they brought to the table they all had different strengths like you had you would like i relate to peter total total hothead like you run up to jesus and be like yo like what's up with you like i got i got something for <laughs> you like, off in here. but like <laughs> that's that's the type of loyalty i'm just like yo that's that's me there's like you got dudes and thomas like just total totally different character than, yeah. than what peter is yeah and what got god just he takes what the how he designed the person the traits that he brings to the table the personality the like the emotions every everything is on purpose like we think that we have we we think they're deficiencies half the time they're like yo why am i like this why can't i combat like they, these are good things when god gets a hold of them yeah and just like yeah P peter peter was kind of kind of crazy kind of aggressive kind of obnoxious but like that was like I'm, I'm gonna build i'm gonna build this whole thing on you yeah it's just like because he had that energy he had that dog in him yeah yeah <laughs> peter had that dog in him he really did and he's just like yo this is this is what happens when jesus gets a hold of like the, the passion that that i put in you like it, it wasn't that's good it was it wasn't wasted like that's there's good. there's a purpose for this right and like i don't know we we got to be careful that we don't rip out things that god has given us because they're not refined yet i guess mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah just like like i'll give you an example like my my aggressive nature like i i know that i have to be careful about te teetering this line of of going too far this way or too far this way but i know that like my passion and drive come comes from God. And I just, I know I'm not for a while. I was like, what, like, why am I like this? Like, why can't I, I just want to sit there. I want to be calm. I want to not worry about it. I want to just focus on myself and not have to carry this burden about worrying about everything else and making sure that the standard is so high. And I was like, why can't I just sit still? Yeah. And like the longer I sat with the guys like, Yo, this, this, all this stuff is for me. Like, just let, let me keep my hand on this. And like, you're, you're going to see this work out. Mm -hmm. And I think this is, this is part of it. Yeah. Where it's just like, Hey, like there's, there's certain things that like when a group of believers get together and they use their gifts together, yeah. I think you get something bigger than what you could have gotten if you just did it by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Words out over. And no, that's, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm mostly just like listening to it because it's good because how many times have you been told to like in school, you've been told that like, yo, he doesn't shut up or he doesn't do this and he just keeps doing this and you keep refining, you keep taking bits and pieces of him. And now you're working with people like this. Now, is... <laughs> now I don't shut up at work. And if I do shut up at work, you're like, oh my God, why are you so quiet? Yeah. But like, it's something that's necessary and God wants to use every bit of it. But a lot of times you need somebody to call that out of you too. Because you would honestly, and you probably did it probably on your own quiet thinking time. But like, if you never take the time to, and I, I love doing this with the people I work with, working with these kids, it's like, yo, like, there are kids that come in with different talents and different abilities and what they're able to do. But I, how do we use it? Yeah. Right? How do we benefit from this of not just tampering down the things that they deal with, but let's point it in the right direction. That's what a child's supposed to do. That's what a parent's supposed to do with a child is to point them in the right direction where it's like you may have a different all these different things but let's point that in the direction of god and, f and finding that stuff is much more important into stepping into purpose 
than what your career will ever be. Right. Figuring out what gifts is that God has given you. If you don't, you will never know what your purpose is. It's far, far more important than whatever whatever career you step yeah. into. Well, like we we're not gonna get into purpose like real big on this one because we But we're gonna get in purpose like, one day because because sooner or later we're gonna have to. Yeah. But like that's that's why it's so important to have the right people around you and be like, yo, you you got something here. Yeah. Like there's there's something here that you need to use. Like we did that to you a bunch of times. Be like, yo, you got to get the music. Like yeah. go ahead and use it. Like yeah. <laughs> you're not just gonna sit there and like hide it. Like go ahead and put it on put it on display. You ever hey. you ever had somebody call something in you and you. Just, Kojo growing up in church and John growing up in church. Everybody ever just walk up to you and be like, Jack grew up in church. But like, anybody ever walk up to you and they just start prophesying over you and you're young and you just have no idea what they're talking about at that young age? I still have no idea what but they're talking about. But like, so what I've started to learn is instead of, well, I actually, I told him, I was like, start asking questions. I've asked God questions. Like, there's just like, there's just one line that I keep hearing and people keep calling and I'm like, God, what is that? What is it? It's clearly like, hey, if it's coming from you, I'm gonna need you to answer some questions here. And I think he wants us to hear and answer those questions because he wants to show more and more show us the gifts that he's placed in us. Yeah. Because it's necessary. Yeah. And I think it's just like the people that you have around you are supposed to call those things out in you. Yeah. And it's supposed to call those things out in you to actually grow deeper in relationship with yeah. God. Because if you know that you have people in your life who are from God, yeah, things that they're saying aren't just falling on deaf ears. The things that they're saying aren't just coming from anything. Come on. They are things that are actually supposed to be pulled out of you. Like when I call you and be like, yo, Kojo, you need to go ahead. I'm, I'm not going to do that to you today. But like you have things in you that <laughs> I really need to like, I'm really wanting yeah. to pull those things out of you. I'm not calling those things just so you can go ahead and just like, yeah. like thanks, man. I appreciate it. I'm calling those things so I want you to go home and be like, God, what is this? It's what also is, a seed that you're sowing in yep. the inside of me yep. that even though I like I, I'll think about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. Dang. I, I had a thought. Yo, keep going. You're there. You're there. I, you're I, right on the. You're right I, on the doorstep. I, I, man. Keep the door down. Um. Dang. I I, I had a thought. My brain's like really. So good. I, you you unlocked the memory that I didn't even remember I right. had. I remember when I was uh I used to volunteer at youth group for when I was probably in high school or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the kids were in like, I don't know, third or fourth grade or whatever. And I remember um, the youth pastor, he was a really good buddy of mine. I was like being a clown with the kids and like, I think I was going too hard to dodgeball or something and like There's no way that- picking kids yeah. off like I used to do. And like, <laughs> I went to, I remember going to, I don't remember what I did, but like, I remember going too far and I was like, yeah, whatever, no big deal. And like, Eric pulled me aside um, and he's just like, hey man, like these kids look up to you. Like you're, you're a leader one day. Like you need to, you need to be yeah. better than this. Yeah. Like in the moment I'm sitting here telling me what to do. Like, you know, like I'm in high school. You can't, you can't tell but me But then nothing. you actually yeah. thought about it. And then I, and like, I just thought of it right now. I was like, this, this man told me I was, I was going to be a leader when I was, you know, 15 years ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I didn't even like, I just thought about that. I was like, word, words matter. Like, <laughs> There it is. He's got it. I just and, got a and I brought that back. Go ahead. I just got a different. Like sometimes it's not because like they see like a specific thing, like they have like a vision of you being a leader. Right. But it's like I remember like when Jesus met the disciples, he changed their name. You know. So it's like so it's like okay, he says I'm a leader. I start thinking differently. So like down the road, I'm like okay, I'm a leader. How do leaders act? Right. And you know, another thought I had is like you know when we were when we were younger, you know, it was cool to not care about things. Mm-hmm. Like you had to care in order for you to for your gift to be manifested. One of my least favorite fads is just like pretend not to care. I used to yeah, yeah. Nuts. I was yeah. I used to yeah. I used to do that too. But you actually have to care. And I get so frustrated when I see younger. Um, you know, guys who are 18, 19, who just don't care. 
right you know because right. they think it's cool and actually something that i'm learning in this season is being friends with younger guys and obviously it's not the same as people who are closer to you it's more like yeah. a mentorship discipleship thing right but it's like man i'd be getting so upset at them and the lord's been reminding me like show them grace like the same way you're upset at them the same way they do stupid stuff that's the same way you do stupid stuff right and i still like show you so much love you know for instance i had a friend who who's way younger he's like 17 and he came up to me and he was telling me something that he did and he was he was he was um he, he had so much shame and my first initial reaction was like man that's so stupid like did you not, did you not think like right. no why would you do that and then <laughs> i got convicted immediately yeah. i was like man all the number of times that i've messed up like jesus still especially at that age dog he, i couldn't get nothing right bro, bro. <laughs> Doesn't have it together at 17. You're trying to figure uh, your own self. Yeah, I don't got it together you know, now. And, but, you know, but I think it, it, it kind of like exposed the pride in me mm-hmm. because it's like, it's oh, I think again. I know better. Like, I think I figured it all out together. Like, I think I'm like some like super you know Christian, super yeah. genius or whatever. <laughs> but like, really, I learned from my experiences. I learned from my experiences, and it's so funny because like I'm so passionate about that. I don't want younger people to go through the, make the mistakes that right, I thanks. I made. And I'm, I'm sure you guys are older brothers, so you guys can relate when, like, your younger brother or, you know, something, like, yeah. makes a mistake that you've made before, and you're like, man, don't do that. Like, yeah. You know? Um, so, anyway, I don't know how to land this thought. But. No, but it, it's, it's, that's true, is you have to learn how to respond in the correct way. Yeah. And it's, I don't know if this line comes up, but it says, people who know how to attack the thought and not the thinker. So like not attacking the sinner, but attack the sin or attack the thing that's actually like you. You you have to know yeah. who you're talking to well enough to exactly. know how to go about that. And that's you right. have to like see yourself in it a little bit, especially with yeah. like people who are younger than you. You have to see yourself in your in those own shoes because yeah. you'll never you'll never be able to give the grace that they are supposed to have because you're yeah. seeing them as a whole outside of person. Yeah, and that's a whole thing yeah. with pride as well, where it's like, oh no, nah, I didn't. We always say it. What's up with these kids, dog? Like Fact. these kids nowadays at the court, are tripping, like, bro. Like, <laughs> these kids out here, they worry about TikTok and all that stuff. <laughs> but like here we top. are at our age, we're like worried about Facebook. Yeah, things don't things just look different yeah. than what we've been through. That before. MySpace friends list. Yo, that MySpace friends list. <laughs> hey, the was, Snapchat best friend list. You remember yeah. that? Yeah, I remember, <laughs> that. I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. But like, remember, it's, it's it's it just looks different now. Yeah, and we always try to like gas it of like these kids is different. Nah, these kids are the same that we were before. It's just they're little. It's just well. It's just it just looks different. Yeah, they they got some different issues going on. They got some different issues. Like it was was closeted more than it was now. That's what every generation. Yeah, every everything's on display now. Yeah, and it's not like you know, like I kind of have to like have this grace period with them when I sit them and talk to them. I'm like, dog, like y'all just figuring it out. And these like 17, 18 year old kids are just they're just trying to learn. Yeah, and it's it's unfair for us to expect our level of maturity at their at their so age fair. Right. like for them to be like i can't i can't expect one of the kids we're coaching i can't put him on the same level as isaiah to me. Yeah. like it just it's just not fair to them to be like this man got 10 years more experience maturity all this that and the third yeah. like i expect his decision making to be to be better than yeah. the, kid, the kids in high school like they just got their permit yeah like they don't they don't know what they're doing like yeah. they don't know nothing like <laughs> yeah they haven't lived on their own they haven't yeah, girlfriend. Like they don't. They don't know nothing. They don't know yeah. nothing. But, but like, it, it is, you know, pretty cool to see like those younger kids who do listen, who like 
and have experienced so much in their younger years where they they're just mature mm-hmm. at their age that yeah. they're friends. Trauma. <laughs> I can talk t- about I can that. Testify. <laughs> I, I want to testify. That. That. I want to hear awesome stuff though. No, 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 no. There are yeah. some that have like that have developed a little bit quicker. Yeah, and it's you're forced from, to grow up quick. Yeah, yeah. And you're like it's it's either <laughs> it's environment. Like I've seen. <laughs> I've seen kids who grow up in a household where they are mentally healthy. Like it's 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 healthy. Yeah. And they have no, you know, they're 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 raised in a place where like they are knowing right from wrong. They are knowing um, what to do and what not to do. I just said that and it's never in a different way. But there's a way of like kids growing up through trauma, which I think is like honestly, if you want to get into that, like folks growing up and reacting towards trauma is something that you're not growing in a healthy space yeah you're growing from a place of hurt where you're trying to you're growing that way and you're kind of forced to do it yeah and there's a household where you're growing from a place where people are showing you the right way yeah you're growing in that healthy environment which i think is like also something that you have to recognize with people as well is like that's where i think i look at things where i look at like jack's kind of a point blank person i try to see through what you're saying and what you're going through so like you can tell me something but i have to like look at your body language think about where you were last week and going into that and being like, all right, so I see why you're doing this now, but let's talk about what the actual root of the problem yeah. is going there. And I think that's just a part of like, that's a, that's a part of friendship. Yeah. Where you, you need a friend to be point blank with you and tell you exactly what you need to hear. And you need a friend that goes a little bit late in some layers and is like, let's go ahead and let's attack what's actually the, yeah. like what's, what's, some people just need that differently. Yeah. I'm somebody who's that way. Yeah. Like I am somebody who don't, doesn't like, I, Jack's very good at telling me and I, it, it energizes me. I have to get up. I got to go do something. Yeah. This man will show up at my door with a speaker bump and like, yo, you have no other option yeah. but to get up. And then I, sometimes I just need somebody to just hear me yeah. and point out some things yeah. and be like, all right, look, what's some deeper levels that we can actually like, and I, I don't know if I just respond differently that way and maybe not have had like somebody to listen to me that way in, in my life, but like that's just how I respond and that's how I've kind of grown up and I've kind of used that yeah. way as well. Um, I think, um, I think just like how they're like love languages and um, you know like romantic relationships and stuff. I think it's important to know your or friends. be aware, yeah, the needs of your friends or how. Like I know I have friends that I know that when they're going through something, they just want to hang out and just sit. You know, I don't. I'm not gonna tell them, hey, you should have done this. I'll just sit, and then they'll start to just process it or talk about it, and they'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah, think go you gotta tie the person in with the situation too. Mm-hmm. Cause there's there's some things where like like fa- family issues I, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna scream like yeah. there's some things I'm just like yo we can we can sit here we yeah. can we can trauma dump each other. Yeah. but like something like hey you trauma wanna... dump uh, we'll 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 chase back our past oh yeah yeah you come. mean okay yeah we will sit oh, yeah. something and we will talk yeah about but like it. I mean oh, that's that's, that's a different conversation yeah. but like there's other things it's just like if somebody's talking about like yo not having enough money and be like yo I need to like figure, like you can sit there and complain and be like, I just want to be heard, but like, you still broke. Right. Like, cool. Like I heard you, like this didn't solve anything. You, yeah. you might, you feel better, but like a real friend is like, go, like, go get a job, go yeah. figure out how to make more money. Like go, like get creative with them, sit with them, think with them, invest in them. Like all that types of stuff. Like that's like, that's, that's real friend to me. Yeah. And it's knowing this, having enough uh, discernment and wisdom into knowing what the situation is. There's there's times where it's just like, hey, you had a bad day at work. You don't you don't want to come home and be attacked. But like, if you're if you want salute like solutions, I'm solution oriented. Like, if somebody comes to me with like, hey, I need advice on this problem. Like, this is not the time for me to sit and 
listen to him. I'm like, yo, but you know I'm, that I'm doesn't a, work go with everyone, though, right? For sure, for sure. I'm I'm more talking like me, me and him, basically. Okay, okay. It's just like when he he's like, hey, like I'm struggling with this. We go straight to the drawing board and figure yeah. this out. When it's like, hey, I had a conversation with so and so, and like this hurt. Yeah, totally different. And I think that there's we've known each other so well that like we can we can kind of read where where we're at. Okay. And I think people need to be as intentional with their friends as they are about dating. Yeah. I think mm. we we kind of chase oh, like speak on that. Yeah, but like what 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 do we do when we date? We chase love languages. We chase how how to care for them right, how to support them right, all this that and the third. We pick super super intentionally now. If you're if you're dating right, you're 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 picking your fruit and putting putting it through a filter, through a process to making sure you're picking the right people. But what do we do when we pick our friends? Oh yeah, we hoop together. Now we hanging out. Just a nod. It's usually yeah. based off our interests. Like yeah, like we we just surround ourselves with pretty much anyway based based on our hobbies. Yeah. Be like, yo, what what do we do in college? Oh, we all hoop together. So now we spend every Friday Saturday with each other. And all of a sudden, you take good kids and they they end up in situations like bad bad company corrupts good character. Like it, you you have to be just as intentional about picking your friends as you do picking a wife. Yeah. And I think that's because these are all people that are going to be with you in, for the rest of your life. They have yeah. an impact on you. They, they shift where you're where you're going to go. And they do say you're like an average of those five friends, too. Yeah. So, so what's I'm, the difference between a friend and someone you know? Someone yeah. you just know. I would, I would say intimacy. Okay. Proximity. Yeah. If, yeah. if that person, if you can say like, I, I class it, and this is a better way. Are they friends or are they homies? Homies is supposed to do like, for me, homies is supposed to say like, I see you at work. Ed and I, we hoop together, dap up whenever I see it. Hey, how the family? Cool. God bless. Friends is like, yo, hey, yo, you all right? Hey, for real. Yeah. You good? Like, what's going on? And that deeper in that, he said it, intimacy. Yeah. Where it's like an understanding where it's not like a surface level, but it's a deeper level with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, I I, I wanted to kind of tie it into, because I think everything that we're naming here is a, is, is a good quality of friendships and things like that with people. But I think all of this kind of ties into a friendship with Jesus uh-huh. and the friendship that he has, that he, that we, he is closer than a brother, where he wants that, that closeness with us, right? And I, I went into Psalm 141.5, it said, let the godly strike me and it will be a kindness. If they correct me, it is something, it is soothing medicine. Don't let me refuse it. Where the Lord kind of wants to really get into some things, where he wants that friendship, that intimacy with what we're really going through and and sitting with these things. And like, they, I, lo- I read it where like David was, um, he was asking the Lord to really just check his heart. And that friend is kind of that person that checks your heart. Yeah. Like, are you allowing the Lord to kind of really truly see you and really actually have that sit down with him? Yeah, yeah. but I speaking, I wrote that down, some story about David John, yeah. and it's Jonathan. Jonathan, yeah, I was yeah, gonna, was, I thought about that too. Yeah. Saul, I thought about Saul. Yeah. And he wanted to kill David. Yeah, because yeah. after he defeated Goliath, yeah. you know, he knew he was going to be so this potential king. So he thing. got jealous. Yeah, and he wanted to eventually kill him. Yeah, but you know, the the moment it's Jonathan saw he defeated Goliath, he basically got on his feet and like on his knees, excuse me, and like committed himself to David. Yeah, and that's when they became like great friends. And he, you know, basically told him like. To find strength through God. Yeah. He's like, my dad, I promise my dad's not going to put his hands on you. Yeah. So I want you to go um, and show my family grace. Yeah. And that wasn't enough. So he told him like to eventually flee, like get out of here. But 
Yeah, I, I think that's a great friendship that yeah. isn't spoken enough in yeah. the Bible. I would say like loyalty is something I get from that yeah. um, story in the Bible. I think that's um, a, you know a, a good characteristic of a good friendship. No, and that, like I said, it kind of just like all of this kind of, again, I wanted to kind of tie it, you know, like, all right, Lord, like, where, where are you in all this? Like, I think it's like, if we get, we get the basis of it all. And if we tie that back into those same relationships, like I said, you can be a, you can be a great friend, but what is a true godly friend? And in order to know what a true godly friend is, you need to get back to who God is as a friend in you. And, um, I was talking about how like you, even David understood that in all his asking of God to check his heart and he knew that he needed godly counsel to see true change. How are we kind of like, what are are we in a way, like are we going back to God and being like, God, I want you to truly, truly show me of what I need to go ahead and check. Because it's like I said, it's again, if you try to look for a friend, you will never know what to look for a friend if you don't have that same relationship with God. Yeah. Like you feel me? And it's like, how are we going back to it and being like, all right, Lord, like, show me how to be a friend that's how i kind of looked at this kind of study here is like lord show me you as a friend right and that kind of all tilts back to it feel me like yeah it's it's funny you say that i kind of see the opposite so where it's just like i look at i look at friendships and i see god in it yeah which is kind of the reverse where you're like yeah you want to um However, however you phrased it yeah um but yeah i i look at it and the way i read i'm just like and i, I wrote some stuff down earlier today the, the verse i was from first samuel it's just a, a good friend is a blessing from god yeah. like fr- from god like he's Bro, like this 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 verse. this is a gift like you were you were never meant to do life alone like mm-hmm. started with adam and eve yeah yeah and then like it it can't i mean jesus jesus modeled this like if jesus needed a group of friends to like accomplish his mission on earth like why do we think we should we should be doing life by ourselves like i think that just speaks to how how important it is to have a a good a good circle yeah and that's something we didn't understand until we got older we thought coming out of college we're we're friendly we're we had a bunch of friends we hooped with a bunch like we knew people walking around campus like you felt good because you knew a lot of people and then like you leave college and you're just like yo they're not hitting me up anymore. Like I thought, I thought we were closer to this. Yeah. And then you you get a little bit older and be like, yo, I I sacrificed a lot for you, and you just going you going dip like this, and then like, and then you learn and you you kind of get over that hump as you get older, and you realize and you're like these these are the gifts that God is talking about. Like they're 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 right here. I know everybody else didn't, but like the ones that you have with you, your rider does. Like the group chats that still go that you got from college still like. Those, those are the people that you're going to be 80 years old and be like, oh, I'm getting checked into a home. You, you coming through? Yeah, I'll be there for bingo. Like, those those are the people. Those are the people that you can. I ain't pulling up on you in bingo, dog. I, I'll I smoke you, you in bingo. I got a question. I got a question. Yeah. Do you approach friendship with guys the same way, with, with, with girls the same way you approach with guys? I don't, I don't have. Yeah, I don't even I don't have, have girlfriends. Yet. I don't have close, close. Like, not close, but like friends that maybe you've known since college. Or so I got a homie from high school. Yeah. Shout out to Tila. Um, what up, Tila? Homie Tila is like, she's one of our, like, in that friend, it's the same thing that we have here. Like, I have a college group. Okay. And I also so have a bunch like, of friends from high school. Yeah. Who I still hit up and be like, still communicate. Every time I go home, I got to be yeah. and see what's up. Um, but with her, it's just like, she the homie. Like, it's yeah, the original yeah. homie who's like, we knew what it was from yeah. the jump. You feel me? Yeah. Like, there's some friendships that, like, I think there's a line you have to teeter with female friends. 
Yeah. You know I mean? there is this because line. it's okay to have. It's okay to have female friends, but there's a line, line you have to have there of basically showing too much intimacy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, got, I can't that's, have. Hanging in groups. True. I can't. Like, yeah. Like, I, you're in groups. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think. And, and this comes down to your comfortability and the understanding between the two. Yeah. I don't think it's one thing where a guy can go into it and be like, we're just cool. And the girl's like, oh my God, what's he thinking? Right? You have to be on the same page. Right. I think in my in my opinion, I look at it as when I have a, a friendship with a girl, I it's a friendship with a girl. That's it. Yeah. I'm not going any further with it. Like you a homie, like we can go get breakfast or brunch and we can have a great, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm yeah. great. But it needs to be an understanding there. With Teela, like, it's an understanding there. Yeah. Me and Teela, like, we cool. Like, it's, it's like, that's that's the homie. She's a sister. Yeah. Right? Like, our family's just close. My yeah. mother loves That's Teela. healthy. Like, that's yeah. healthy relationship. That's a healthy, like, yeah. you have boundaries and you understand that. But when it gets to a point where you start having, like, that intimate friend where you hit up and be like, yo, I need to talk. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> that's like, dangerous. When you, like, having this conversation where you're complaining about your girl. With another Ooh, girl, that's, 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 you, that's crazy. She may pull up on you. Ain't that like emotional hand. cheating or something? Yeah, apparently, yeah. I think yes. something like that. Yes, and I think there's a, that, again, there's boundaries and this understanding is a healthy relationship and a relationship that's like trying to ask for more. Yeah. And it, it, I think it, I it, it, it to your mom or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, I, th- I, think it, I think at our age, if you don't have them already, I was thinking there's, that. It's there's, too, it, there's zero point in going and making something. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll be honest with you, the only girl that I was going to be friends with for the rest of my life was Sarah. Mm-hmm. And once she passed, there, I'm I'm not going to have another one. Like, yeah. I have the girl that I'm going to marry, and that's yeah. that's that's it. Like, that's just the line that I drew, and I'm I'm not crossing. Yeah. If if Sarah was still here, that that I think that's that's normal. That's healthy. That's fine. I'd be like, hey, we've been friends since day one. There's nothing. There's nothing yeah. there. Like. That's, New friends are, that's like that's the homie yeah but like at this point in my life like keep about to get engaged about to get married yeah, like, it's like if you're gonna I, hang I, out she better your girl better be with you yeah. there's only even, not, even, like, even this, if she this, is there what's like what what am i doing here like no there's, for there's sure just no like unless they're married i'm cool with the husband be like all right cool we got like couples friends now but like me having like oh me and her like hang out yeah you, you won't even catch me in the same room yeah. <laughs> like, let alone like trying to plant plant a new friend. That's just like that's just not sound smart advice. And like, I see nothing but problems doing that at our age. Yeah. Like, and see, I look if you got it. him already, like that makes sense. Like, I don't think any girl is gonna be yeah. like, oh, he's known it for twenty years. I'm like, no, what? No, no, yeah. yeah. Like, but I look. I, I had an issue with this. I'm not gonna hold you. I hate when people be like, well, it just looks bad. I hate perception. I hate so the term of. Per- I, like, perception <laughs> is something that I like. I've struggled with the most because. It's like, but like, do you know me? And there, that's where a pride kicks in. That's and actually who's the the big evangelist here? Like he's older. Oh, Billy, Billy, Billy Graham, Billy G. Oh, Billy Graham. Yeah, I heard some a story where he wouldn't even get on an elevator with women, just how he'd be perceived. Because it's perception. But he, he also like had respect for. His, but like that was what you're talking about. Cancel right? culture before cancel culture. But like, <laughs> understand? Like I've had to, and this is kind of like. A personal thing for me is I gotta understand that like I represent more. Yeah. Like that's where Jack's kind of coming from. Is like, dog, you represent your wife. Like I ain't gonna go and be in those and then give the perception of a mm, possibility. Yeah, that, of, I'm not even giving you that. Thought. There's not even a thought there. <laughs> yeah. And that's a that's a healthy place to be in because like honestly, some folks be out here looking like, oh, what's Jack doing? And I had to come to understanding of that because I'm like, I re- again, I represent more. For me, I think it's because like even like I I, I work with kids <laughs> in a church 
all the time and I have this and not not that's just like view of myself but I hold myself to this, this standard that I can't let that standard slip because like yo I'm representing more for it and when I say I'm representing more I'm not representing myself I'm not representing what uh, God's called you go on to. a mission yeah I'm, I'm representing Christ in all this yeah like if I'm going to try to pull and develop younger individuals I need to hold myself to a standard and if I am trying to lead in a way where it's like hey I don't, I don't want y'all going and drinking. I don't want y'all going and partying and smoking and doing all these things. I can't have myself in those environments. Yeah. Because I think for me, somebody called me out on this, shout out to this person. But she called me and she was like, yo, like, you have a great morality, but you allow anything and everything because it's comfortable. So you need to be able to put up a boundary of understanding, like, yo, like, you can't just go and do everything. Your morality has to line up with your boundaries. So this, I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking about this this week too. And I've noticed a shift in both of us where we used to, we love to mind our business, but we used it for a while as an excuse to let yep. people do whatever they wanted. Right. And to some extent, it, it is not my problem. Like people I'm not close with, but like I, I, I missed a lot of this where people close to me were ruining themselves right in front of me and i was like yeah, they're grown they can make their own decision i'm just like that's, that's a bad friend like i was a bad friend in those situations mm. where it's just like yo you were standing right next to them knowing full and well that like they're hurting and you letting them just dig themselves deeper yeah i was just like and that's that's kind of where this topic started be like yo what what does real love look like he was they were happy with me in the moment be like yeah cool they even joined me sometimes like he's a great friend but like what happens? You you get known as a person be like, oh, we don't we don't invite him no more. Like he always trying to get me to do better and be all this, that, and the third. Good. But like, right, it is good. But like until you reach a certain level of maturity, yeah. it, it it doesn't it, it doesn't, doesn't quite yeah, you. it doesn't quite sync with you. And right. that was something that like I've seen both of us get better at in the last couple of years. Yeah. Where we used to just be like, Yeah, like whatever, like they grow and they can do what they want. But now it's just like, yo, like why why are you still doing this? Like <laughs> I think that can fall on fall under uh people pleasing. Yep. You know, extent, it's, yeah. it's something that I've struggled with. Yeah, you yep. know, it's like saying, Oh, I don't you know, I, I don't think that I'm too like, you know, strict or like too whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's I'm it's not gonna... it's not to interrupt you, but it's no, funny no, no, too, because no. me and him arriving at the same place at two different things, he thinks it's people pleasing, mine's selfish. Mm. Like I just I'm like yeah, I'm I got my own issues to worry about. Like yeah. I don't I don't need to deal with something. He just like he doesn't want them to think a certain way or whatever. Yeah. I hate I get people pleasing is something that I had I've struggled I struggled with a while. Because it's like it's it's just is, again it's perception yeah like i dog i just wanted i don't want no problems i just want to be able to come in that's like, listen i don't beef I don't, i'm not just me bro I, like i don't got no beef and right. no i'm friends with everybody like, you know? you, like, i'm over here like yo start <laughs> the grill up we got beef but like he'll, he'll tell you like i'll come to him and be like yo i hate like and this is and like, it turns into gossip man well it turns into an anxiety feeling yeah because like what are they thinking about me yeah and as much as i do and it, this is like this is like straight from where i know the lord's kind of trying to tell me is like Yo, your anxiety is a fear of something that's not even real. Your people pleasing and what people think of you isn't, what do I say you are? And it's, it's again, it's a conviction and a condemnation. If they're condemning you, it ain't from God. Yeah. If they're convicting you, that's God. Like yeah. you need to make sure that you need to know the difference between what you are dealing with and, and who you are dealing with. Because something, if they just be calling you out and you'd be like, oh my God, I feel terrible. I'm sitting with this, I can't sleep. And it's just, that ain't from God, big dog. Like that ain't that ain't that ain't the Lord. Like don't 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 you tie that with like God. Yeah. Why am I dealing with this? God over here, like dog. Does that sound like me? 
and you need to you need to know the difference between the two and that's where i guess we we have to i had to learn that people pleasing isn't the only thing that i'm here for yeah and the, well, you're gonna step on toes there's this verse in timothy i wrote down it says don't get entangled by civilian pursuits we please who enlisted us so i would think you know people pleasing or finding our own value in like friendships mm-hmm. as opposed got you know to god i think that would fit in that you know category of civilian pursuits yeah like what we're chasing that's you know not from god right and you're just you're you're just trying to get something from them yeah and it's like you know are you comfortable in who you are and who he called you to be and like are you are you fully like and it's like i think it'd be heavy for me to say are you 10 toes down because i feel like a lot of times like i don't think people are at that same point sometimes you're eight toes down sometimes you're you're kind of oh yeah kind of get out of it but at some point you have to be 10 toes down and on two feet in it where you got to be fully into what god's kind of called you to and be comfortable in it and know that some friends are going to come around and be there for a long period of time and some friends are going to be there for just a, a season being okay with that because you need the ones that are going to build you up and kind of yeah. guide you to where you should be like it, 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 it's you you want you want to be the friend who is focused on jesus and you want to turn their focus on jesus you Ooh. want that friend to do that for you this podcast quote of the day but like yo like for real because like i don't think i would want to be I would. I don't think I would do this with anybody else because I know where you're. I, I know where your directions are. Yeah. Like I know where this is not a place where we have these conversations and we're going and trying to be on our own and get something from it. But we're yeah. wanting to point others to Jesus. And I think it's important that you do it in the way that God has called you to do it. Yeah. I think using your gifts appropriately is. I mean, you saw when we when we tried to switch roles in coaching. Yeah. Two two minutes in, you you were yelling at kids and I was trying to instruct. And we looked at each other and we go, switch, switch back real quick. Yeah. It's just, I mean, that's that's half the battle. It's just like know, knowing yourself well enough what you bring to the table and then you can kind of be a little bit more tactical on, yeah. on you know, how you're how you're trying to sharpen iron with, with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So yeah, what we was, run to? What that we, was dope. That was a smooth, like almost an hour. But um, glad y'all were a part of it. This is something that I feel like, this was actually one of my favorites. I feel like I came a little bit more prepared in my opinion. Um, but I feel like this is a, it was an in-depth conversation that kind of just branched off into different things. And that's kind of what we want to do is, is create thought, create um, a conversation that can go outside of this. So hopefully you guys heard this and, and not just take it for a topic that's being talked about just so you can get some pleasure from it and, and pass the time. But like hopefully it like really like jog where you're at, where you're at with your friendships. Start questioning, not questioning, but like start like, yo, like where, where, what direction are your friends kind of taking you in it? Um, and I hope that you guys kind of saw that and heard that a little bit. And um, we hope to, you know, that this continues to just be that. And we continue to keep um, calling you into greater, calling you into better. Oh, yeah. Um, not just in who you are, but who God has called you to be. So um, with that being said, praise the Lord. We appreciate y'all. Y'all be blessed. Y'all take it easy. We'll holla at you the next episode. Deuces. <laughs>